score at the end of two is Merrimack 1, UMass 1. I'm Mike Macknick with John Leahy. This second intermission is brought to you by the Merrimack Graduate School at Merrimack. You can earn your master's degree in just one year. Merrimack offers graduate programs in business, science and engineering, and education and social policy. Log on to merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. Our guest here, second intermission, Mike McMahon from the Mac Report, the Eagle Tribune. Uh, of course, it's the macreport.com. Call the talking news as well. And uh, the Merrimack Coaches Show, too, which uh, you guys go on hiatus this week with the holiday, Mike, with uh, with head coach Mark Dennehy on Tuesday, or are you still planning to have the Coaches Show? No, we're planning on having it. Hopefully we get we are in the studio this time. We got locked out on uh, on Tuesday, but now we're, we're planning on it this week. Yeah. Are you trying to send your message there by locking you out of the studio, or what? I don't know. It's the first time the door's been locked. You know, we usually, there's a show on before us, and we usually sort of sneak our way in as the other one leaves, and uh, I don't think it ever came up that uh, the, the key card access, uh, you know, Mark's card doesn't work, and, and we didn't realize it until this week. <laughs> well, tonight's game, one-to-one through two periods of play. Uh, some key junctures in this game, I thought, where either club maybe could have established uh, some momentum or perhaps a multiple-goal lead. UMass, of course, had the goal that was disallowed uh, due to the contact with the goaltender. Merrimack had, I thought, you know, a very good stretch in the first period where they carried play, and Nick Renyard made a number of pretty big saves to keep it scoreless. Otherwise, they could have been up by a couple of goals. Yeah, Renyard's played really well for them, and that's what they've been missing, it seems, uh, is a goaltender, or at least, you know, you know, keeping their goals against down. I think they were up over four a game at one point. It might even still be. So uh, that's certainly an area where they would need to see improve UMass, and they've done so so far, and he's looked really good, because other than that one goal where I'm not really sure he saw it or was ready for it, uh, he's looked really solid. I know that it's only one game here, and Merrimack did have the three against UNH last Saturday, four including the empty netter against UMass last Friday, but, you know, the one concern I think you got to have with this Merrimack team is that the offense is going to dry up as the season goes along like it did last year. I mean, is that something to be concerned about at this point, or is that too early? Uh, you know, I think we'll, we'll know a lot uh, after, so beginning with after that Union game next week, the, the beginning with that home-and-home with Providence, they got a stretch of 10 out of 15 games on the road. So 10 out of the next 15 are on the road and, and on the road at tough places. Two at Notre Dame, two at Cornell. Uh, you know, that Army trip is weird where it's in the middle of the week and it's over Christmas break. Uh, so th- that's a tough stretch. I think we'll know both from an offensive standpoint and then a, as a team where they are during that stretch. Uh, if they come out, if they can come out of that stretch 9-6 and six or, or 10-5, and five, then I think you know we'll, we'll know that they're ready to go this year. And if they come out of that stretch 7-8 uh, or 6-9 and nine or, or a little under 500, then, then I think you might look at them and be, maybe being a year away. I, I think that 10-game, that 15-game stretch where 10 of them are on the road, uh, including a lot in a row and in some really tough places, that's going to really be a good indicator at, uh, on the whole as a team and also offensively where they are. I think you can't be second last in a country, 5% on the power play. You can't go the whole season like that and be ultimately very successful. What, what, what do you think, what's the issue with the power play right now? You know, I, I think it's it's probably along the same lines of, of what Maine had going on from a goal scoring standpoint. Is Once those struggles start to happen, I think it's hard to get out of. And I think guys, guys know that they're struggling in the power play. I mean, the numbers don't lie. They know what they are. And I think uh, you might see some guys try to do too much. I mean, that first power play tonight, I'm not sure they had a shot on goal. Uh, so I, I think they got to start with some of the little things and just trying to sustain more possession because even that's been an issue at times where they doesn't even seem like they're set up in the offensive zone all that much. 
Like, I, I'm not sure if the, the, the power play setup isn't working because they haven't even really been set up on that much. So I, I think you start with that, just try to uh, work out a way to maybe break into the zone a little cleaner and, and, and set up and then go from there. And, uh, you know, from a personnel standpoint, I think we've seen this over the last couple of weeks. It's almost like they're just rolling lines on the power play. I mean, they're not even, it doesn't even look like they have units at this point. It's just we're going to continue to roll as we normally do and, and then see at that point who, who are some of the guys that start to generate some offense. What, what boggles my mind about the whole thing is that you have you got four lines here that of which the majority of which had multiple shifts in the first period where you know they were five on five and they they controlled play in the zone they were able to you know, control the puck for long stretches of time be able to cycle the puck and so on then you take a guy away from the other team you put them on the power play and all of a sudden they can't do that what, what kind of bizarre world are we living in right now I know I was looking at some numbers yesterday and uh, I only ran them for hockey east I was trying to figure out you know how much better does a team become when they're on the power play uh, on average and then on team by team basis looking at shooting percentage so so Merrimack was the only team in Hockey East that had a worse shooting percentage at on the power play than they do at even strength. It doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't make any sense at all, and it's by a lot. I think they're shooting like 12.3% at even strength, and it's like 5.6% in the power play. I didn't do it for the whole country, but I imagine they're one of, if not maybe the only team in the country that's like that right now. And, and again, that's not a surprise, because we know they've struggled with power play, but uh, to see most of these teams, I think UMass is shooting, what, 9% at even strength and 22% in the power play. Usually it's a 10 or 12% swing in the other direction they're 6% less than they are at even what do you think I mean from what I see I think it's got a lot to do with creativity I think that you don't have a lot of motion of guys without the puck you don't have you know the other team is just pretty much they're, they're sitting back letting them do not much effectively you know and, and saying look try to beat us try you know go ahead try to beat us and they're not doing it yeah and I think teams uh, at times too have done a good job right around the blue line uh, of not really letting them get into the zone cleanly and, and set things up we've seen them dump the puck we've even Ironically, I think their better chances have come when they haven't set up. And, and they haven't been able to set up a lot. I think their better chances have come when they've been able to carry into the zone with some pressure. It hasn't. I don't remember this happening recently in the last couple of weeks anyway, but earlier in the year, I can recall a couple of times when they were really struggling and they were icing the puck on the power play. Yeah. We'd see that happen a couple of times. And that, that's an indicator of things really aren't going your way. I mean, we're almost at that point of, you know, it's, it's the uh, the old joke, decline the penalty, right? I mean, it's almost yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and what's the answer? <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. I think at some point you're going to find them starting. Because I wrote this the other day, the story on Maine and CHN, and I said they can't be this bad all year long. It just can't happen. And this week they weren't. Exactly. And this week they swept Vermont. So it's the same thing, I think, with the power play. It can't be this bad all year long. It's a really bad stretch, don't get me wrong, but it just it can't be this bad over the course of an entire season. At some point it's going to look good. John and I talked about this. This also is why the penalty kill being as good as it has been is that important because you know, if you're not going to score goals on the power play, you better at least not give them up on the penalty kill. Yeah, that, that's been a big thing. I mean, if you... If their penalty kill was, uh, you know, 75%, which I think UMass's was coming into this weekend, you're looking at a team that might have, realistically, three or four more losses on their record. Because uh, depending upon when those goals are scored, that, that's been the biggest saving grace so far, even though the power play has struggled, has been the fact that their penalty kill, up until a couple of weeks ago, hadn't allowed a goal. I mean, that, that's the penalty kill has bailed the power play out at times over the course of this year. Uh, well, really, uh, up until now, in almost every game. And, and at some point, I think you'll, you'll see the power play uh, bail out the penalty all right, Mike, uh, the Mac Report.com. Uh, what's coming up this week? You got the coaches show on Tuesday night. Uh, anything special there?
that night and, and also with the holiday, do you at least take a break? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> it's one of those things where I, I can write a lot of stuff earlier in the week and just schedule it to post later. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, nobody will know any better, right? Exactly. Yeah, nobody will know the difference. How about the coaches show Tuesday night? Uh, that, I, I don't know exactly what the plans are. Derek Petty was going to be our player guest last week and we got locked out. So uh, maybe, uh, I don't know though when, when guys are going home. I think the college closes on Tuesday. So it might be, uh, it might be Coach Demi and I flying solo on Tuesday. We'll see. All right. Well, then hopefully you have a chance to get in the studio. So good luck. <laughs> I'm hoping so. All right. Mike McMahon with us, our guest here. The score, 1-1, one one, Merrimack and UMass. Back with more after this. This is Warrior Hockey.